Welcome to Digital Marketing for Contractors, a podcast for home improvement contractors to help you crush your lead goals and take your business to the next level. Join us each episode as we give you powerful insights and practical tips on the best digital marketing strategies to help you grow your home improvement business. Let's get started. Welcome back to the Digital Marketing for Contractors podcast. This is a podcast that is for contractors in the home improvement industry who are working on improving their digital marketing for their business. This podcast is hosted by Fat Cat Strategies, which is a digital marketing agency based in Raleigh, North Carolina. We work with home improvement contractors all over the country to help you crush your lead goals and take your business to the next level. My name is Don, and I'm one of the account managers here at Fat Cat Strategies. And I am Janet, and I am the founder and managing partner of Fat Cat Strategies. And today we are going to get into the always interesting topic of social media. Ooh. Janet, I know this is one of your favorites. Uh, <laughs> yeah, exactly. That was the reaction uh, I figured I would get. So social media <laughs> is, uh, is like I said, it's an interesting part of the digital marketing mix because we all know that it is something that is out there and is a significant part of our world. I think contractors know that their customers and potential customers are in the social media spheres and are using it and are checking out their business there. But I think if we're honest, uh, from a business standpoint in particular, there's just a lot of confusion and even frustration around social media and what I'm supposed to do with it. Why do I even need to do it? Should I be doing it? What should I be doing if I'm going to do it? You know, there's just a whole lot of frustration and confusion over what role social media should play in my business and in my marketing. So um, let's just dive in and kind of talk about like, Janet, when, when you're talking to a client or a potential client, like what did, what do you hear them say about social media when they're kind of first asking questions of what well, they're thinking I, about? I really hear two ends of the spectrum on one end. There's that groan that I did at the beginning of the podcast. Oh, what is this? I don't want to do it. Yeah. You know, that's one end. Um, and I would say 80% of our clients kind of fall in that category, especially the owners. Um, maybe not some of their the folks on their staff. Um, then on the other end of the spectrum, there I, I will talk to uh, prospective clients or clients who, um, in my opinion, have some uh, unrealistic expectations about what organic social media can do for them in terms of lead generation. And so, you know, I, I almost feel like this professional responsibility to sort of unwind that expectation yeah. where they're feeling like I'm going to post some pictures of some before and after jobs or, or maybe they've been led astray by um, somebody in the digital marketing world. Either they've, you know, found a vendor who's promised them you can pay me $200 and I'm going to optimize your Facebook page and generate all the leads that you could ever need just from Facebook and Instagram. We've just never seen it work that way yeah. when you're talking about organic social. Yeah. So, okay. <clears throat> the second time you said that, I think it's probably good for the sake of just this episode that we say, like when you're saying organic social media, like, what are you talking about? What does that term mean? As opposed to like Pay. what other kinds of social media uh, are there? Yeah. Um, so organic is when you are posting content, it's just content that you're posting on your business profile about your business. Yeah. And it's free. It doesn't cost <clears throat> you anything to do any of that. 
technically, yes, it's free, but your time's not free. It, yeah, 100%. <laughs> so, so, yes, it's free. It's not paid to the platform. Right. So there's organic versus paid, and paid is when you get into boosting a post or running a paid campaign. Yeah. That's not what we're talking about today at all. We're yeah. not talking about paid. We're talking about the content that you post to your business profile, most likely on Facebook and Instagram. Yeah, right. And, and I think the, you know, one of the things I hear talking with clients is just kind of this like general consensus of uh, it's just a hassle, like in terms of thinking about, you know, like you said, it's not free to your time. And I think that's the, that's the sense of, of frustration is Mm -hmm. this, this is kind of a time sink for me or for our business. Not only in the frustration, you know, for the 80% that I'm talking about that are like, Oh, what is this? Why do I have to do it? Um, you know, you feel like, uh, you're spending a bunch of time to, to post something that looks professional and hopefully it's going to help your business and you feel like you're posting it into the void and you don't know what you're getting back out of it. Yeah. That's where I, I hear the most frustration. I mean, uh, our clients, when we're on a call with a client, yeah, we're talking about a whole bunch of strategy and a whole bunch of different things. But at the end of the day, the question is, where are my leads? Right. Yeah. You know, and if you, mm-hmm. if you're spending time on organic social media and posting before and after pictures and pictures of your crew and pictures of your truck, and here's what we do. And we serve, you know, this community and we do roofing and siding and you don't see any leads from it. I think that's the source of the frustration. Yeah, absolutely. And I hear that too, just in terms of the sense of like the results are hard to measure when it comes to social media and you know i mean what is a like anyway you know (laughs) like what what does that mean and how does that help my bottom line as a a contractor what's a like what what good is that actually doing me and and those things are legitimately hard to measure even on our end you know working with all the digital marketing tools that help us calculate all those things it's it is hard to figure out what benefit is this actually bringing to me by spending the time on this that i'm spending on it so Let's talk about that then. Let's yeah, just kind of say down like, the benefit. Why would you do it? Why would you spend any time doing it? So, okay. I'll share with you kind of the big idea that I talk about with contractors when I'm kind of explaining, here's what we do for you for social media and why we do it. And that's really this. What I say, the big idea is that social media is not primarily about lead generation, but it is important to your overall lead gen strategy. So again, I'll say that again. Social media is not primarily about lead generation, but it is important to your overall lead gen strategy. It's like a supporting actor. Yeah, it's a supporting actor. So here's how I kind of like compare it or, you know, make an analogy with it is it's sort of like if you're going to buy a car. And this is a big purchase. You know you're going to spend a lot of money it's on it. It's an important purchase. Yeah, it's got to be reliable, get right. you to from A to B. You are going to need it to last you you know, a significant amount of time. You want to make sure that the money spent on it is going to be worth it. Now, I'm, I'm going to go look up that car, and I'm going to go look up the business that's selling the car and find out things about them. But then I'm also going to use some like – third-party things like a Carfax report or the Kelly Blue Book or some other things that are going to help me figure out, is this car safe and reliable? Am I getting a fair price on this from what the dealer is offering me? You know, I'm, I'm using a whole bunch of other things outside of just the car and the dealer itself to figure out, is this going to be a good purchase? To, to help you build confidence. Yeah. That's what you're getting at. Yeah. You wanna, you're looking at this car. 
uh, and you want to buy it, you, it's going to carry your family around. So you're just going to carry you on vacation back and forth to work. So it needs to be reliable. It needs to be safe. Yeah. Maybe you want it to be stylish. So you're, what you're telling me is you're looking to build confidence in the decision that you're trying to make. Absolutely. And so I, I tend to tell contractors, social media for you is really playing those same kinds of roles and helping your potential customers be able to make a confident decision about spending a significant amount of money on whatever, you know, remodeling or home service project they're jumping into. So maybe it would help us, you know, in the, in the service of, of this podcast to talk about uh, what would make a homeowner insecure, you know, and I can tell you, I own two homes and I've probably done more home remodeling projects than anybody I know. We bought a house that was built in 1950s, and then we bought a second home in the North Carolina mountains. We've remodeled kitchens. I've waterproofed my basement. I've, uh, you know, built a sunroom. I've ripped a deck off. Like, name a home remodeling private. Put two yeah. roofs on the house. Put a metal roof on. So, like, you I have a whole new home. <laughs> uh, yeah. In both cases, you know, we started with two fixer uppers and spent years in sequential projects. So, I feel like I can not only talk from a perspective of what it's like to help contractors build their business, but I've very much been on the buying side of that many times. So what, what has helped you just in terms of the confidence side of being able to, you know, kind of pull the trigger on making some of those decisions? So on the confidence side, you know, if we go back pre-internet days, which weren't that long ago, you know, in the nineties, if you needed a new roof put on your house, you had to ask your neighbor, hey, neighbor, a, a pine tree just fell in my house, by the way, true story, um, and I got holes in my roof. I need a roofer. Well, you know, back in the day, that was going to be yeah, the Do yellow, you know anybody? Do, it's the yellow pages, mm-hmm. and do you know anybody? And there's a lot of risk there, even yeah. with the yellow pages. So you might start with the yellow pages, but then you're going to say, do you know anybody? Who do you know that's trustworthy? I'm going to have to give them a deposit, and then I'm going to have to trust that they come back. And, yeah. and unfortunately, there is a lot of um, there's a lot of mistrust on the homeowner side in the home improvement space because there have been some bad actors there. Yeah. And you guys that are listening, I mean, we you talk to contractors it, about kn- this all the time. You know the the bad contractors in your area, and you know the bad actors. And, yeah, and you don't want to be one, and you want to demonstrate to your prospective customers that you're not a bad actor. So, you know, in my mind, the role that social media plays is if we go to my admittedly old school analogy to the yellow pages and then asking a neighbor, the modern version of that, instead of going to the yellow pages, you're going to Google somebody or you're going to Google roofers near me. Mm -hmm. And then you're going to get a list of roofers and you're not going to know which ones to trust. Your, your neighbors may not have ever had a pine tree fall in their house, and they may not have ever had to replace a roof, so they can't help you. So then you're going to look at a couple of websites, you're going to look at reviews, and then you're going to go to their social media page. Yep. You're going to go to their Facebook business page, and you're going to look to see, like, is this a legit business? Is yeah. it more than one guy with a truck? Are they going to take my deposit and disappear? And so you're yeah. looking for like a heartbeat. Has anybody given them negative reviews? Have other people, you know, shown right. that like, oh, this place is actually reliable? Or are they getting like two and three stars because they don't show up on time? Or they're leaving customers feeling frustrated? Like everybody uses social media for those things for just about anything. Right. But especially for large purchases like 
home improvement contractors are doing. Right. So what we've seen be um, really successful content on that social media side, when you're talking about building trust and confidence, you know, it's simple stuff. You can post a picture of your staff wearing their matching polo shirts inside your office celebrating your office manager's birthday. Yeah. Just that picture alone. Let's talk about what that picture communicates. Yeah. First of all, it communicates you've got an office. Yeah. You're successful enough that you've signed a You're lease. You're an established business. You are an established business yeah. that opens its door every day and people have agreed to work for you. Yes. <laughs> I mean, that's more than, you know, the classic chuck in a truck that right. we all know about that's going to roll up in a tattered old truck, try to take your money, and then vanish. Yeah. Um, so I think that's the role that social media plays. It's, is this business established? Are they real? Do they, are they in my community? Are yeah. they local? Um you know, we've got several of our uh, clients are exterior contractors, and you know, we've heard some pretty colorful language by some really amazing guys that have an amazing business where they are frustrated with the storm chasers of the world. Yeah. Um. So that's probably beyond the the scope of this this podcast. But what you're trying to do is you're trying to establish you're not going to take somebody's money and run. Yeah, absolutely. You're you're trying to establish yourself and your business as trustworthy, you know, that a, that a customer really could choose you and have confidence that they're making a good choice. And I think that's the point of saying, you know, the, the title of this episode is really like, why do it? And I think that's kind of the idea is that if you don't do it or even, and we'll talk about more of this in a minute, if you don't do it consistently, like if you're inconsistent with the way that you post on social media, then customers are going to look at that and they're going to end up choosing someone else that they feel like they can trust more than they can trust you. And th- I think that's the that's the challenge is really figuring out like, OK, well, so what do we need to be doing then to be able to display trust that we are trustworthy? You know, how do we need to use social media in a way that isn't necessarily like bringing in all the leads? Because I think we're establishing that's not really what it's for. But what do we need to do to be able to make sure that we are establishing ourselves on social media as a trustworthy business? So when Don, when you're saying trust, uh, not trust, but uh, post consistently, what's your definition of consistent? Yeah. So I, I think it's two things. I think one is that you're posting consistently on the same platform. Okay. So there's so many social media platforms out there right now. You know, obviously the biggest one that everybody knows about is Facebook and Facebook's subsidiary is Instagram. Um, but then you've got TikTok that's growing significantly among a younger generation and you've got Pinterest and you, I mean, you know, there's hundreds. Uh, the point is to say like, you don't need to be on all of them. You need to be somewhere and you need to be in that place regularly. So it's not as good to post like this week on Facebook and next week on LinkedIn and the next week on Pinterest as it would be to say, I'm not even going to worry about LinkedIn and Pinterest. I'm just going to post on Facebook. So picking a platform and staying with it. And I would add to that to, to kind of reduce your stress and anxiety, pick a platform, pick a small number, and you don't need to be on the leading edge. Don, you mentioned yeah. TikTok. Yeah, everybody's talking about TikTok. It is a lot of fun. Is it where a bathroom contractor needs to be or somebody that's doing, uh, you know, installing James Hardy? Maybe eventually, but not yet. Yeah, probably so, not now. So spend your time. Your time is precious. Spend your time 
somewhere else yeah. for now. Yeah. So we actually recommend to our clients to go with Facebook just for a few reasons, both because it is the largest platform um, and through uh, posting apps, you can post to both Facebook and Instagram at the same time. So you're kind of getting two for one and being able to do that. Um, and then also because, you know, as you mentioned, like you want to try to pitch, uh, you want to try to choose a social media platform that matches sort of the audience demographic of who your customer are. So for most of our home improvement contractors, they're looking at the 45, maybe 50 plus demographic that has disposable income and the ability to make some of these large purchases. And by and large, that, that's, Facebook. that's Facebook. Yeah. Because they're looking at pictures of their grandkids. And I can speak with a lot of authority that my mom and dad and all of my aunts and uncles, that all of them have grandkids and in some instances, great grandkids. And they are making decisions about their homes and sometimes their second homes and they're on Facebook all day, every day. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> absolutely. So, okay. So that was the first part is picking a platform that you're going to be consistent on. The second part is just picking a rhythm of posting that you can maintain consistently. So it's actually like what's more important there is not how often you post as the fact that you are doing it consistently. So if what you can maintain with a rhythm for yourself and for your business is just to make a post once a week, then do that. It's better to do a once a week post than to do three posts this week and then not post any more for the rest of the month. And then, oh gosh, I haven't done my social media. I got to catch up and I'm going to throw out three more of them. And then, you know, like that's not as good as just saying I'm going to have consistent activity because that consistent activity is what shows to your potential customers Hey, this business is like, they seem reputable. Alive and well. They're alive and well. They are active. They're, you know, maintaining a presence. They're doing work consistently. And here's some examples of it. That's way more important for building that kind of trust. I would even say, you know, Don, you said once a week. I, I've talked to enough contractors where they're like, man, I'm busy twice a month. I mean, if we're talking about d- demonstrating that you're alive and well, and, and Don, as you mentioned, there are tools out there, and many of them are free, where you can sit down maybe one hour a month and make two posts. That's not a lot to ask, and pre-schedule them. Now your business is posting twice a month on one or two platforms, yeah, and you look like you're alive. So what we've seen... Um, that is, we believe, detrimental. You've got a contracting company. You you got really excited. Uh, maybe you were in your early days and it's before business started to pick up and you posted a lot to social media. And then you haven't touched it in two years. Yeah. So you have a, so now your business is picking up. You're getting word of mouth referrals. You're busy. You're running appointments. You're managing jobs. Some of those word of mouth referrals hear about you. Then they're going to your what looks like an abandoned business page. Yeah. And they're like, I don't know if this guy's right. still in All business. of a sudden the red flags are yeah, going like, up. Uh, they haven't posted since 2019. And yeah. It's 2022, by the way. And that's the last <laughs> thing that you want to try to yeah. induce in your yeah. potential customer's mindset. You don't want them to find something that's going to go, that's going to make them say, wait a minute. I don't know what's about going, this business. Yeah, what's going on with these guys? Yeah. So, so that's the idea. Do you want to talk about what kind of content people, uh, contractors should post? Sure. And I, I think this is fun. And, you know, we could probably on another episode take a real deep dive into this. Um, but I, I think, you know, legitimately, it just needs to be content that shows off who your business is. So you could do things like, 
you know, obviously you want to post pictures of the work that you are doing. So taking good job site photos. And by good, I mean, it shows the completed work that you have done, or maybe even before and after pictures of the work that you've done without pictures of ladders or buckets or paint brushes. Yeah. Or your thumb over the camera lens, like (laughs) all of those kinds of things. You want good quality pictures. But I think often um, people tend to feel like if, if I don't have like these professional glamour grade, shots. Yeah. Pictures of the work that I've done, then I shouldn't post anything. Or maybe I should just go grab some like manufacturer photos that look super pretty and super fancy. And there's a place for manufacturer photos. I think they can be really helpful, but we see consistently that those real life real job site photos always do better because people can tell this is a a real thing. Like they actually did this work. And as long as it demonstrates that you've done quality work and uh, a product that people would be pleased with, you know, in or outside their home, then that communicates a lot more to people than a manufacturer photo that people know has been photoshopped and well lit and doctored and you know, creates uh, skepticism as much as it creates ooh and ah factors. So I think what you're honing in on is authenticity and quality. Yeah. So yeah, use those manufacturer photos. I, here's where I think manufacturer photos come in. Let's say you're installing Marvin windows and you know, there's a lot of different products. There's different grades of products. Uh, there's, there's wood, there's casement, there's vinyl, there's all these different products. You could make posts to kind of showcase, hey, I, you know, my company installs Marvin Windows. We've got a lot of different choices, but you just need to mix in real photos because, you know, like you said, Don, to your point, people can tell the difference between what is an authentic photo of a job that you've completed in their town versus the professionally photoed, uh, photographed and photoshopped photo that just looks like anybody could have posted yeah. it. Because if we go back to what we said at the beginning of the podcast, what the homeowner is looking for is, are these guys legit? Are they in business? Are they local? Do they, do, do they have staff? If I had an issue six months down the road, are they going to be around to solve that issue? Mm-hmm. And so that's where I think the authenticity and the quality if you just keep those two things in mind, authentic quality and hit on those topics over and over and over again and move that bucket out of the frame before you take the picture. Yes. Yes, please. <laughs> for everyone's the- sake. <laughs> We've seen so many pictures from yes. contractors with so many buckets. <laughs> yes. So, yeah. So I think quality work uh, is a great thing. I also think too, especially uh, I really recommend this to our clients because they're they're local contractors, they're local businesses, and so I think it's great to post some content that's actually about your business and your people that work for your business. Yes. Let your community see who you are and to know that you're real people there. So you know your uh, office manager just celebrated their 15 year anniversary working for your company. Oh my god, that's or your gold. three year anniversary, you know, for working at your company. That's social media gold. It's right fantastic there. because it communicates to to people around you that you are real people that they can get to know. And you know who's not going to do that is Angie's and Home Depot and any of these other like national brand conglomerate contractors that work in your area. This communicates to people that you're a local business and people do love to trust and support local business. And the more that you can kind of put a face to the name of your business that people know, oh, this is who this company is and it makes them want to support you in ways that are really, really good for you as a local contractor. 
Yeah, uh, other we've talked about uh, project photos and like staff photos. Um, if if we're if what we're saying here is that social media is helping build trust and also brand recognition, if your trucks are branded, if your vans are branded, if you're using yard signs on jobs where you're in the middle of an installation and you know siding uh, siding uh, provided by ABC Siding, um, take pictures of that. Yeah. You know, wait for a really sunny day. Take a good shot of your yard sign in yeah. a customer's front yard. Get that logo in there, man. Get that logo in there. Take those pictures of those trucks. We see a lot of that. And, you know, you're proud of it. You should be proud of it. Show that on social media. And, Don, to your point, I think that's telling the story. This is a local business yeah. operating in the local community. Yeah. If you're doing anything like um, any kind of community uh, involvement or activity. Maybe maybe your staff is manning a table at a local 5K charity run. That's also great. Yeah. Uh, you know, that's a great post, great content. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. We could continue to talk about this for a while, but we have given you just kind of a scratching of the surface of some good ideas about how to use social media to build that trustworthiness and brand awareness for your business. But we want to let you know that if you have more questions about how to use social media effectively and what to do, we actually have a resource called Dominate Social Media Marketing, and it is chock full of tactics that every small business should be using to help you with leveling up your social media game plan. So if you want to check that resource out, you can go to fatcatstrategies.com social. That's fatcatstrategies.com social, and you can download that resource right there on our page. All right. We've loved talking to you today and we look forward to being with you soon for the next episode of Digital Marketing for Contractors. We'll see you then. Digital Marketing for Contractors is created by Fat Cat Strategies. For more information, visit fatcatstrategies.com.